Good morning. I have been very excited and extremely convicted over the past weeks thinking about this subject. I'm very excited to present it to you today. Today, I would like to speak about dehydration. Physically, dehydration is what happens when the body loses more fluids than it takes in. It starts at just discomfort of being thirsty, and then quickly, if you don't have water, moves towards you get dizzy, you know, loss of bodily functions, starting even hallucinations, and then eventually, if you don't get any water, then you die. However, thankfully, dehydration is easily fixed. All you have to do is just drink water. That's right. It's very, it's very simple. Yes. And everyone here knows this. Everyone's here experienced it. Everyone's been thirsty. And I know some have been so thirsty, I've heard stories of them thinking they were going to die. Uh, many of us, most of us haven't even experienced that at all. But we all can relate it's some, to some extent to this feeling of being thirsty, of like of panting for right. water. That means everyone here can also recall... And remember, the relief of water, that experience yes. is one of those relieving, encouraging, refreshing experiences. If you've been without water for a while and it's hot outside and you're working or, and you, you take that drink of water, it is one of the best experiences. Right. So why do I say this? I say this because David liked to use the bodily impulse of thirst as a metaphor. Right. Yes. Please turn in your inspired Bibles, the Almighty God, to the second, 42nd Psalm of David, Psalm 42. I love this psalm. There's much more here than I could I could I could bring out in ten minutes, so I'm just gonna focus on some parts. Follow along with me as I read. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Yes. My soul thirsteth for God, yes. for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. Will they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. My God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. Amen. I will say unto God my rock. Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a, thor- uh, as with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me, while they daily say unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Amen. <laughs> Like I said, there's more than I could spend 10 minutes on here, even 15 minutes. So I'm just going to focus mainly on verses 1 and 2 today. First, we've got to get some definitions. What is a heart? A heart is a male deer. What does the word pant mean? As a verb, this is from dictionary.com, it means to yearn, long, hanker, ache, hunger, and desire for something. Yes. And I ask, do those verbs describe our relationship with God? Right. Do we yearn for, long for, hanker, ache, hunger, and desire for the Lord God? That's right. David then goes on. He says, as the heart pants. So how does a heart pant? 
Unlike us, a deer lives out in the heat always. They have to wander to find food and water. And we're, we're, we're spoiled because we get water just out of the wall. Just, you know, we don't even think about it. But think about how it would be if you had to go find water every day. How, how much more exciting water would be to you? You would go and you would find it. It would be a relief to find water and to drink that. Yes. David compares this thirst by the simile, the poetic device of a simile, to the thirst he had for the living God. Right. From this, I want to draw our focus. My goal is very simple. I want to ask us a couple questions. Do we thirst, in the real sense of the word, for the living God? And does this longing affect our attitude and outlook on life? So how does a heart pant? It is focused. A deer does not just forget to be thirsty. Do we forget, because of the cares and joys in this life, to thirst for the Lord? Lord help us. How else does a heart pant? It pants persistently. It doesn't just give up. It, the thirst that a deer experiences doesn't decrease over time. In fact, it increases. And I fear that the opposite is true of us with the Lord. The farther we get from Him, the less we want yes. to be with Him. And that right. should not be the way. I know it is, and I, I don't want it to be the way with us. Right. right. It also, they pant. It's, it's excited, diligent. It doesn't just give up because it's taking too long. If it doesn't find water, it dies. Do we, do we just give up because we're slothful and the Lord doesn't mean enough for us? After a while, do we just, eh, I just looked after my own things. We lose our first love, and I, I didn't, we don't want that to happen. Uh, consider, I said this earlier, what happens when a deer goes without water indefinitely? It dies. When we go without the Lord for an exterior period, it is fatal to us, spiritually, emotionally, yes. fi- just physically. Yes. Let's thirst after the Lord. This psalm is not the only place that David speaks to this. And I love this because it's in many psalms. Psalm 73, 25 to 26, consider. Whom have I in heaven but thee? There is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen. Consider Psalm 104, 34. My meditation of him will be sweet. Yes. I will be glad in the Lord. Psalm 84, 2. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the yes. course of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Consider Psalm 143, 6. I stretch with my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. Yes. Selah. And I say the best for last, in my opinion. Consider Psalm 63. I'm going to read the first six verses. O God, Thou art my God, early will I seek Thee. My soul thirsteth for Thee. My flesh longeth for Thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see Thy power and Thy glory, so as I have seen Thee in the sanctuary. Because Thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise Thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. I want to read verse 3 again. It says, Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. It says his loving kindness is better. David didn't say his kingship was better. He didn't say... Money, wives, lands, power, wisdom, prosperity, household, household, health, strength, lineage, anything else. He doesn't say that. He didn't care about that. David says that God's loving kindness is better than any part of life. Yes. And back to 40, Psalm 42, David says, All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. David was cast down. He was reproached of his enemies. But it didn't matter to him. He d- it didn't because he hoped in the Lord and who was the help of his countenance. Yes. And then I want us to think, what, is, what should it mean 
that God's loving kindness is better than life, what if our life was terrible? And it isn't. If it is, it's our own twisted perspective. But let's say it was. <laughs> it was for David. Yes. If we're content with God, even if our lives are terrible, it shouldn't matter. Amen. Our lives don't matter in comparison. We shouldn't be cast down. What should matter to us? God's loving kindness should matter because it's better. Even the good things in life, and this is something that I've thought about recently, even the good things and the blessings that the Lord gives us that He's very good to give us, even those should just be just distractions from the true point, and that's the Lord God. Yes. I'm not the one who said this. If I said this, this would be easy to ignore because I haven't really had difficulties of any real kind in my life. But David said this. Yes. He, was, he faced death at every turn. He was chased by Saul, enemies, traitors, including his own son. Many things could, we could say went wrong in his life. But he trusted in the Lord for help. He didn't care about his life. He cared about the Lord's loving kindness because it's better than anything else. And it should be to us just as it was to him. Right. And I also ask you, back from Psalm 63, verse 5, are you satisfied this morning? Amen. If you say no, I want to ask you why not. And if you say yes, i got to ask you a qualifying question. Who or what are you satisfied with? Mm-hmm. Who was David satisfied with? The Lord and his loving kindness and his love. He wasn't satisfied with his own life. He didn't really care about it. Are we satisfied with these worst carnal things? It's easy for us to be because we have physical eyes, but I don't want us to, and I pray that all of us will put those things to be nothing compared to the Lord in our lives. Yes. Think about the words from the Psalms, the verses in the Psalms I just read. It used words like, None that I desire beside thee. Strength, portion, longeth, better, and satisfied. Again, I ask, do these words describe our relationship with the Lord God? And you all know that there are many other passages in the Psalms like these. I only picked my favorites. Mr. Eric Carnell, a while back, he presented Psalm 87. Something he said stuck with me. He said, I'm not saying do more this morning. I'm saying delight more. Right. And that's Amen. what I want us to get from this. Yes, the true longing and delight in the Lord. It results in actions, and we should have actions. But I don't care, and more importantly, the Lord doesn't care if we do the things, go through the deeds, without our heart being in the right place. It's about our affections. And I ask you, are our attentions and affections distorted or diverted to and around other aims and goals besides the pursuit of the living God? Or are our affections diverted today? This is a real issue. If we truly love the Lord, when we're away away from Him, it should be discouraging and painful, just as it is when we physically thirst. But like I said earlier, thankfully, dehydration is easily resolved. That discomfort can be resolved. All we need to do is run after the Lord God, long for His presence, love Him, hope in Him and His help, like David did. Let's do that more. Amen. Amen.